You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. We've made difficult decisions. And there are still more ahead of us. Two people aren't enough to save the galaxy. We need the toughest. Smartest. Deadliest allies. We need you. We need you to join us. And listen to Reignite. A certain point of view podcast about storytelling. Love. And Mass Effect. Join us every other Thursday as we fight for the fate of an entire galaxy. You can find us everywhere you get your podcasts. Or at certainpov.com slash reignite. We're counting on you. We should go. Well, it's time for a very special journey into mystery because Ian, we made it. We oh made my it. god. We made it to the next MCU movie. We made it to Black Widow. We thought it was never gonna get here. It was never gonna get here. <laughs> for people in the future listening to this, or people here if there's anybody in the in the old Chatteruski, um the season one was supposed to like be broken up by the new releases of movies <laughs> but that didn't happen it really and didn't now we're halfway through the other marvel property movies and oh my god finally a new mcu movie i'm so excited i mean how did you feel what did you what did you think like just a very preliminary what were your thoughts on black widow i had a lot of fun Good. It felt it felt good to be back in a theater. Like I went to a theater because I felt like I could watch it on Disney Plus, but like I need the theater experience for an MCU movie. And it felt good to be back in the theater. It felt good to sit through an MCU movie that is nowhere. It, it's like it or love it or like it or hate it. It's uh, even if you hate it, it's it's better than Thor: The Dark World and Iron Man Three. So it, we're better. We're doing okay. Uh, <laughs> this is true. This is very true. I had a I had a great time. Me and Ricky went to see it, and it was it was great. How'd you like it? I Pre- preliminary. My preliminary is I enjoyed it immensely. Like uh, I I enjoyed the feel. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed uh, the action bits. It was just a good time all around, and I was happy to finally watch uh, an MCU movie in the theater again. Yes, absolutely. But before we get into that, Mitch, I know we have other things that we need to talk about. This is true. As always, we're going to get into a little bit of Marvel MCU news, and then we're going to talk about Loki, Episode 5. So... We are going to spoil Loki Epsified. We are going to spoil Black Widow. So if you've not watched either one of those things yet, please go watch them and then come back and listen to us. We'll be here. We will. You can, you can hit the pause button. We'll be here. <laughs> go go experience because this, <clears throat> this is good content for you to be uh, 
ingesting, digesting, uh, consuming. I mean, um, if you're gonna digest it, like maybe go get some Pepto too. Like it might, we might not spicy. go down. Yeah, it's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> So the two bits of MCU news that we're going to talk about all both uh, go uh, revolve around trailers. So Ryan Reynolds tweeted out a what he's calling a reaction video to the Free Guy trailer. So Free Guy is his Fox movie that's coming out here pretty soon. It was supposed to come out like back just after the the merger, but then things got like moved around because of the merger of Fox and Sony or Fox and uh, Disney. And then because of the pandemic got pushed back even further. So in this reaction video, Deadpool and Korg from Thor Ragnarok both react to uh, the trailer. Now this is literally the first crossover of Deadpool into the MCU in a way. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm excited about it because that does confirm that Deadpool does exist within the MCU. Even if you want to be like, eh, it's not, that's a stretch. I mean, come on. He's talking to Korg. <laughs> um, and of all the people to put him in like a little tiny snippet of anything with, that it's Korg. Well, Korg is voiced by Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi is also in Free Guy. He is the villain, I believe. Yeah, it's just funny to me that like yes. I I get the I, I get the joke of between the two of them reviewing <laughs> a movie that they're both in very meta, very Deadpool by the way. Plus, they yes. were both in Green Green Lantern together too. Uh huh. <laughs> so like they have some history, but the fact that he's hanging out with Korg for this for some reason. <laughs> first off, how do y'all know each other? I need something in a movie to tell us about that. Um, well, I'm still sticking by the meme of uh, Deadpool as Noob Master 69, though <laughs> the character. But we already know who that is. It's the dude from the Apple Store. Yeah, you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't buy that. He said it was like his cousin's account that he bought off of him or something like that. <laughs> so okay. Uh, so yes, we have Deadpool in the MCU. It might be a stretch, but I mean. Korg is a CGI character. You can't get that character in there without the permission from uh, Marvel Studios, I would assume. So I'm all about it. Yeah. Uh, Magic Bollocks in chat. He's like, no, no, that's canon. It, it counts. <laughs> so it, it, it has John's stamp of approval. There you go. So it's, it's not a hard stamp to get, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, John. <laughs> okay. Second trailer, Disney Plus What If. I am stoked for this show. It's, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but I know it's it's a half, half hour animated series. We got some of the actors back to do the voices of their characters. One of the big, big reveals, or not really reveal, but because uh, we knew about it already, but uh, Ch- Chadwick Boseman's last like acting role is going to be voicing T'Challa for this What If show. And I'm really excited that we got just like a couple glimpses of what he's doing for What If because uh, T'Challa Star Lord seems like a pretty fun story. Yes, yes, and I, I really want to know how we get to that point. Like the Ravagers pick up T'Challa instead of picking up uh, Peter Quill. That's gonna that's gonna be interesting. Now mm-hmm. I heard 
some theories that like the stuff that we're going to see in uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is going to be kind of tied into these what if stories. That would make sense. I mean, we're going through a bunch of like wonky multiverse things. So if if a universe exists where some like if there's an infinite number of universes for everything to be possible, then yeah, go for it. Sure, Use this as a place to just kind of like churn out ideas and just toss them in like little cameo bits, little Easter egg bits through Multiverse of Madness. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, some of the ones that I remember, because I don't remember all of them, but we saw uh, T'Challa as Star-Lord. We saw uh, Captain Carter or Captain Britain. Uh, so Peggy Carter gets the super soldier serum. I believe in that one, Steve Rogers, the not-so-muscular one, gets to be inside the first Iron Man suit that Howard Stark's going to invent. Um do you remember some of the other ones that we saw? Oh, uh, Marvel Zombies. We definitely saw zombies in there. Yes, 100%. I'm I'm excited that they're finally taking a stab at Marvel Zombies cuz it was a fun it was a fun thing for a while. And I want more of it. <laughs> oh, I believe we also saw in Michael B Jordan returning to to voice Killmonger. He is going to be kill Iron yes. Killmonger, that's what it was, yeah. Tony Stark is yeah. going to give him an Iron Man suit because he saves his life. Also, I'm down for, and I think they made a big mistake potentially being a little, or I, they made a mistake being ambiguous with the fate of Killmonger because, like, they let you think that he died there on the cliff, but, like, that's a little too easy, <laughs> and they like to be very blatant with when they kill their villains. True. So I don't think he's dead, but who knows? And they shouldn't have killed Killmonger. That's all I'm going to say. Michael B. Jordan did too good of a job in that role. Let him do his thing. You already killed... Cl- you, you can't kill off two villains in one movie. Kill Claw and Killmonger? No, no shut up. <laughs> uh, I'm all for it. What, any other things that you remember from the trailer that you'd want to talk about? Uh, no, you, you actually took the big ones I was excited about. Marvel <laughs> Zombies, though, man. Like, I need gross zombie Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for that, too, so uh, I can't wait. Um, but that's it. Those are the two things I wanted to talk about from the MCU. So speaking of uh, the multiverse, ultimate timelines, you want to get into that fifth episode of Loki? It's called yeah. Journey into Mystery. Yeah, I, so Malfoy had tweeted us earlier that or earlier that day last week and was like, hey, did y'all see the name of this episode? I didn't. I intentionally keep myself blind on the episode until I watch it. And uh, later, after I watched the episode, I had the privilege of tweeting at Mitch, hey, we're, we're canon now. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. We're there. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and it was it was a it was a decent episode too I mean, it's it it had a lot of action uh i guess the further uh, my nitpicky about this show is that it just the the first half of every episode always seems so boring and slow to me like i i'm sorry i know i'm in the minority and everybody can at me that they want but i just want the show to get going and then the last, you know, half hour or last half of it, uh, usually a lot of stuff starts happening and then there's a big, huh? and then episode's over. So they know how to get you to come back. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so Malfoy wants to know. He's like, is your show not a reference to the same thing? Oh, it, it is. So It totally is. <laughs> <laughs> Journey into Mystery was one of the Atlas Comics um, titles. When Before it became Marvel Comics, Atlas Comics had uh, Tales to Astonish, Tales of Suspense, Journey into Mystery, Amazing Fantasy. Like All these things were titles of the comic books where we saw these characters that show up first. Uh, we picked Journey into Mystery because we were journeying into the phase four of uh, the Marvel's MCU. So we didn't know what was going to happen. It was going to be a mystery. We were going to try and solve that mystery. Thor and Loki both sh- had their first appearances in jo- Journey into Mystery. So thus the reason why they picked that title. Yeah, and <clears throat> I... I know it has nothing to do with us, but you can't convince me it has nothing to do with us. I've been talking. I've been talking to Marvel. I've been talking to Disney since day one. And what happens? Journey to Mystery. It's a little sus. It's a little suspicious. <laughs> That's us. We did it. I mean, all those all those come to the side with me, uh, Marvel yeah. and Disney that you do, it, obviously it's stuck. They, they were like, oh, right. they're using that Journey to Mystery title. Maybe we should use that again. Right, right. Oh, man. Uh, so, real quick with chat here. Malfoy says that my Killmonger take is a bad one. Uh, death is better and death is better than bondage. Nah, he's dead. Uh, to which John has a flavorful response. Uh, <laughs> About bondage, I assume. Yeah, he said, as a recreational sub, I beg to differ, Killmonger. Uh, <laughs> Look... I I I know what he said at the end of that episode or at the end of the movie, but I still feel like T'Challa would not have let him pass. Plus, if you remember from Civil War, they put Bucky inside of a uh, like a what what are those called um, chambers to like keep you frozen? So yeah, like a cryotube. There you go, cryotube. They could totally he could totally have put Killmonger inside there going against his wishes yeah absolutely but i detract from the conversation at hand ah it's Uh, all it's all one big conversation i'm glad to have it (laughs) so loki episode five journey into mystery um i i was heartbroken the episode before when Owen wilson got got What? But? But? But he's back. <laughs> and he's headed back to the TVA to whoop some ass. Because he, he's big mad about it. Oh, yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. He's like, well, you're telling me that there's a chance that I could have had a jet ski at some point in my life and I don't remember? <laughs> and he's just headed back with fire in his eyes and and free bird in his heart. Here we go. Uh, and possibly so, fire in his hands. He's gonna go burn the place down, starting with his death. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Angry Owen Wilson. And I know he said that he doesn't say "wow" anywhere in this show, but I want him to be lying to us. It's a possibility. the 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 MCU promos have lied to us in the past, so I I can see it happening. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he. Owen Wilson or Mobius comes flying in on his uh, pizza pizza car, pizza delivery car, and totally saves Sylvie from the Eliath, uh, the big smoke monster. Yeah, is it is it the same 
Smoke Monster is the one from Lost. I mean, a lot of people have thrown that out there. I think Magic Bollocks himself threw that out there uh, previously. Is that the same one? <laughs> it could be. Uh, in the comic books, uh, the the character of Eliath was was um, created by the char- the man who Mobius is based off of, Mark Grunewald. Uh, also, the reason why you see Mark Grunewald on the license plate of the pizza car, pizza delivery car. Uh, Eliath was the the like guard dog i think or enemy one of the two it's either guard dog or enemy of kang so uh leading us further into kangness it's been confirmed that we're gonna get kang right yes but that it's confirmed kang is gonna show up in ant-man and the wasp multi the uh quantum mania okay no idea if it's gonna if, if he's gonna show up here which, that's a title in it of itself that I, I, I'm going to have words about at some point. Because, <laughs> like, these subtitles are getting goofy. <laughs> it is It is quite silly. Now, the first one went Ant-Man. The second one went Ant-Man the Wasp. I really feel like they should have just thrown in a third name for the third movie. So it should have been Ant-Man the Wasp and Miguel. Or, Ant-Man, the, Ant-Man the Wasp and the Weasel. And the, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> uh, just Quantumania. It's like some weird county fair nonsense. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, you know what it's probably going to happen is you're going to go to Las Vegas, you're going to see the slot machine, and it says, Ant-Man the Wasp and Quantumania, and you're going to get the Quantumania ball or something like that. Uh, <laughs> the Quantum give Jackpot. Me another- Give me another reason to hate slot machines, Vegas. Do it. Dude, I don't understand how I win. They're they're dumb. Well, you won this time, but you spin it again, and you get the exact same thing. So, oh, you don't win that. Shut up. Give me a game where I know how I win. That way, I can be sad when I lose my money and understand how I lose. You, you literally again, aren't supposed to know. You're not supposed to know. They just want you to sit there and keep pumping money into it and watching the flashy pictures, and then oh. Oh, something happened. Nope, not for me. <laughs> not for me. He's just going to go sit at the blackjack blackjack tables. Absolutely. The dollar blackjack that I had to fist fight somebody to get a table at, to get a chair at. <laughs> 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 that or the roulette table where the the roulette dealer is just over life and doesn't care anymore. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Spin it again." And they're like, "Damn right." <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> but we digress. The fifth episode of Loki. <laughs> uh, thoughts on the fact that the they were able to enchant Elioth, and that was the way to defeat the big bad for the episode. I thought it was a good use of power because it's like, all right, how do you fight that thing? Like Loki's not going to take knives to it. There's a smoke monster. How are you going to stab that thing? <laughs> well, they I were think- able to grab it though, so that's also kind of weird. Yeah. And then Kid Loki gave our Loki the flaming sword. Which, which I was believe sick. is called Leviathan. So I think so. It has it has a it has a name, so thus it will be more important coming in the hopefully the sixth episode. Right. Or in Love and Thunder. Or Love and Thunder, if Loki shows up in Love and Th- Thor Love and Thunder. If if he doesn't, they're they're screwing up. But 
Um, I mean, it might be Sylvie. Sylvie might show up in Thor: Love and Thunder, which which would be way what's up. Um, so he has the the cool sword, and I was like, hell yeah, that's dope. Oh, he's got to distract him to get enchanted. Oh, that's sick. Oh, whoa, there's a big ass portal in his chest now. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> um, Malfoy made a really good point, and I really enjoyed it. Also, um, classic Loki like cry laughing. Screaming about glorious purpose as yes. he's like maintaining the image of Asgard. Yes, like that was beautiful. That was amazing. <clears throat> yeah, Richard E. Grant did an amazing job, and for the character that we've only got to know in one episode, like the fact that he was essentially a coward, like he he didn't die at the hand of Thanos, who wouldn't hit a, hit on a planet by himself forever, comes out and he's like, nah. I'm not letting anybody go out like this. I'm going to be the distraction. Creates all of Asgard. Shows the two Lokis that, hey, or Loki and Sylvie, hey, uh, you have a lot of potential if you, you're willing to tap into it. Because he said earlier in the episode, like, I never understood why everybody wanted to use blades. Why would you do that when you could just perfect your magic? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> whoa. So that's what like uh, a perfect magic Loki looks like. <laughs> Just, oh, oh, that's right. Someone did uh, say that your your idea is coming to to fruition. Maybe your other idea, because uh, classic Loki looks a lot like Kermit the Frog's outfit. So <laughs> Muppet Avengers is right there. Just saying. <laughs> Muppet Avengers. Everybody, okay. Anybody out there listening, blow up Twitter. At like, tweet at Mitch. Tweet at Journey. Like, tweet at us, the Journey and the Mystery Duo. Tweet at Geekleet. Just uh, Avengers Muppets. We need to talk about it. We need to set a concrete cast on this. I want it. I need it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like Kermit has to be Loki now. Like, it's the only thing that that works. <laughs> Um, but that's where we see classic Loki leave off. We see kid Loki, uh, decide, nah, I'm not going to go through the TVA temp pad. I'm going to stay here and roll over the void. Uh, he takes off with croaky, uh, the alligator Loki. And, um, that Loki is also, uh, a little bit full with, uh, president Loki's hand in him. Was it President Loki or was it uh, Boastful Loki? It was President Loki that lost a hand to to yes. Crokey. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that scene was great. Just the all-out brawl with all the Lokis. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> There's so many of you out here. <laughs> they all turned on each other. Surprise, surprise. Like at the drop of a hat. Honestly, all those people that were with President Loki, I didn't realize that those were Lokis. I just thought they were other guys in the void that he took on as his army. Like I understood that some of them had horns, but they used like handlebars to to mimic the horns. I thought they were just like, you know, like the uh, Joker gang. Yeah, that could be a thing. I just assumed that they were Lokis, and that was the joke. Was that like President Loki rolled up with this army of like? lesser Lokis because he's like I'm a true leader y'all suck and they're like oh, yeah true and then <laughs> they, they went and tried to, to mess up Kid Loki uh, I do like that boastful Loki had a hammer so I, I'm wondering if that made 
that that's supposed to mean that he was worthy of Mjolnir, or that's supposed to be a version of Mjolnir, but obviously like he portrayed his his other Loki's, so is that make him worthy to to cover to hold Mjolnir, or is that not even a thing? Like in his version of his timeline, did Odin even say only the worthy should wield Mjolnir? I think he went and took it before he could. Oh, that's fair. I could see that. Like, what if that's his Nexus event? Like, we didn't get to learn what his Nexus event was. True. Because uh, the kid Loki killed Thor. Yep. Classic Loki ran away. Mm-hmm. Gator Loki was a gator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, what was Bo- Boastful Loki's uh, Nexus event? It's a good call. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for for season finale tonight. Yes, yes. When we finally get to the season finale, I mean, it's been it's been difficult. It's been difficult to avoid any spoilers. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping I the, s- I'm hoping one of the tweets that I saw from Malfoy didn't didn't spoil something for me. I don't want to go over it, but yeah, Malfoy, you no spoiler, spoiler and ass bitch. <laughs> I honestly, I have no idea if it, if what I read is a spoiler or not because I I read it kinda and then I was like, wait, no, I don't want to read this. It was Agatha all along. You're right, bollocks, hundred <laughs> um, percent. That's what it's going to be at the end of Phase Four. She's just going to show up and say, yell "cut," and then everybody's going to be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> oh, I'd be, so, I'd be so mad. <laughs> I'd be so mad. You took, you took ten years of my life. <laughs> I don't think Phase Four is going to be all ten years. No. But. It's I get not, what you're saying. But like at the the end of our next big bad, she's just like, cut. And I'm like, I can't. Nope. <laughs> That's almost as bad as it was all a dream. Oh, that would be just as bad. That would definitely uh, be just as bad. I I'm not saying I would do this, but I I, I think I know people that would poop their pants with anger. <laughs> I've never I've never evacuated my bowels out of anger, so <laughs> Chat, you ever been so mad you shit yourself? <laughs> I mean, Add that I, to the bingo square. I'm gonna start asking every week. I mean, I feel like I've maybe had an anger, like anger shit. Like I've just been so angry I had to go poop, but or I just pooped while I was angry, but not so much like. Yeah, I got so angry I pooped myself. Oh my god. Uh, we have a great in, informative, well thought out conversations here on Journey into Mystery. Oh yes. It's <clears throat> so I don't I don't think I have anything else to say on Loki. Do you have anything else to say on Loki or should we talk about Black Widow? Yeah, no, I, I one a couple more things like Yeah, no, go for it. R- Ravona Renslayer, she's on her way to also get to the end of time. Uh do you think that she is is she is she all bad is she just following orders like what did, what's your thoughts on her at this moment uh she sucks she sucks that yeah that's neither here nor there like uh yeah now she's a huge turd <laughs> um she she corrupted my girl miss minutes um uh, and she, I don't know, man. It's just you don't you don't do that. Ms. Minutes is a real one, and you turned her into a snitch. So like, <laughs> you're dead to me. 
no, I think that she's, I think she's trying to do the best she can, but she also doesn't understand everything herself. So she's going off of like the greater understanding of what propaganda has been fed to her about the TVA and what they do. But she has to have some sort of like doubt somewhere to even be willing to try to go there. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Either I, way, even if she has like some big like redemption moment, she still sucks. <laughs> so the only thing she could do at this moment is to sacrifice herself for the for the others, right? For Mobius, and then maybe we'll talk. <laughs> well, Mobius, like we said, he's he's on a mission to go back there and figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, all all he wanted was to was to date that girl. She, he wanted to date her so good, but like, nah. <laughs> It's fine, whatever, no. And then she's like, what about a drink? And then she prunes his ass. And like, now nah, you had your chance with my boy. I mean, she's I? She, she's like a she's like a cult member, right? She's just follows blindly. And then now something is kind of showing its head and she has to try and fix. She wants, she wants to get to the, to the crux of it, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, she still sucks though. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, they could have had fun jet ski dates, but they didn't. <laughs> any any predictions you want to throw in there for uh, episode six, the final episode? Um, our Loki is gonna die. Oh, okay. Tom Hiddleston, no our, more. Well, yeah, I don't think so. I think he. Yeah, he's. I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna double down on this. He's gonna die. Sylvie's our new like Loki esque person in the MCU, and he might show up every now and again if she's like hanging out with Thor because she doesn't want to have to say anything to him. She's just like, ah, I'm your brother. <laughs> uh, I I think either Sylvie or Kid Loki moves moves forward just because there is uh, also precedent for kid loki in like young avengers so also that i just want we have enough people for a team at this point this is true this is just this is very true give us young avengers you cowards (laughs) young avengers dark avengers and i'm gonna say it so mark it off on your bingo sheets thunderbolts boom (laughs) we have them all we have all three settings so real quick I don't want to derail us too big with this little with this little thought. Give us a Young Avengers show in a similar style to Young Justice. Oh, okay. Because Young Justice was fantastic. I really enjoyed the second season, like the t- after they had their little time jump. Yes, I loved Young Justice start to finish. Mm. I thought it was fantastic. If you give us a, a a Marvel-based show with the same kind of like emotional poignance that Young Justice had, I think you have something spectacular on your hands. You give us all of the like nonsensical "we go fight bad guys" because that's what we do kind of like superhero show, but then you also give us like the drama of it of like having to juggle being a hero and having a real life and all this kind of stuff. Like I'm here for it. I'm so down, please give us that. 
Don't give Mitch that, because then he's just going to complain about it the same kind of way he complains about Spider-Man Homecoming. But uh, that's right. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Loki Episode 5. We're on our way to Le- Loki Episode 6, and uh, I can't wait. I know I know there are people in the chat that have already watched it, so thank you for keeping mum on anything that could be spoiler. Mm-hmm. I have so many filters on my Twitter right now. <laughs> Just so many. However, we're going to get to talk about Black Widow now. That's right. Natasha Romanoff is back, kind of. We, we're going back in time. We're going to right after Civil War, right before Infinity War, and we're going we're gonna to see what it is that uh, made Natasha the way she is. Lots of heartbreak. Um, it's a story full of sighs and bad choices. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's some subterfuge. There's some. There's some letdown. Um, there's some some prison arm wrestling. <laughs> uh, Which uh, the the guy that he breaks the arm of? That's a that's a easter egg that's a guy that ha- that's like a bear. Also, Ursa Major is the character's name. Like he turns into a bear. Oh, sick! Yeah, I didn't catch that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he calls him the bear, like in the when he walks away after he breaks his arm. Oh, uh, I just thought he was like he was a big Russian dude, so right. he called him a bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new characters we get in this movie. We get uh, we get Yelena Bel- Belova, uh, her her little sister, Red Guardian, Alexi, his her foster father adopted father melina uh her adopted mother um Drakeoff, the leader of the red room program and uh taskmaster one of my favorite characters from the from the comic books mm-hmm. so let's address the elephant in the room first how dare you call me an elephant uh Wow, all right. <laughs> anyway, Mitch has an attitude. How you doing, chap? Uh, <laughs> but let's let's address the, the 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 glaring bit first. You love Taskmaster. I do. How do you feel about this Taskmaster? I'm all for it. Okay. Good. I'm I'm right there. Um I thought it was a cool version. I thought it was a cool like way to do it in a more grounded setting. So, say that very loosely but yeah. like, you know what I'm saying. i mean they are jumping from a falling satellite you know and surviving yeah, but so. like they they had a, a a reasonable explanation for it of like well he's in everybody's head he's just gave her away to mimic people and you're like all right i'm down so <laughs> that is my one grievance with the the new addition or the the recreation of the character is that instead of taskmaster's ability is supposed to be his mutant ability he is supposed. Mm-hmm. It, it's supposed to be uh, photographed. He reflexes anything he sees. He, he can do. Now they've changed it into more of a uh, mechanical one. It's science at its best, right? It's uh, either it, because she's watching it in the in this on the screen that she the the computer is helping her do it. At least that's how, how I read it. Someone did say that uh, Drakeoff does say something about uh, having photographic memory. So, uh, I don't know if they end up using that the same way, but 
Yes, that was the one thing. But the whole gender change, not a big deal to me because there's absolutely nothing about the history of Taskmaster that really is set in stone. Like it's he's a mysterious character anyway, so changing it to Antonia instead of Tony is not that big a deal. <laughs> right. Um, I also like that they kept us guessing for a while all through the, the trailers and everything, all the way up to the big reveal in the movie of um, even just the gender of Taskmaster. They, they, the costume, the, the armor that she wears is great because it's not like they were like, it's Taskmaster, but sexy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I liked that. I liked that a lot where it's like, no, she's functional. Like everything that she had, like every bit of her like outfit is function. There's nothing that's like, but she's also a girl. Like <laughs> I, I appreciated that. And also to make it a, the character that Natasha seemingly killed. Like she thought she killed off, uh, Antonia Drakoff because she needed to kill, um, Drakoff, director Drakoff. I don't remember what his first name was, but, uh, her not dying, getting scarred up, like, yeah, here's your past coming to haunt you, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Malfoy wrote out a very nice couple of posts here. They're very short, but okay. in typical Malfoy fashion. Um, <clears throat> he said, "Winners: Red Guardian, Yelena, and the Prison Escape. Losers: Milena, Drakov, and Taskmaster." I get this is an unpopular opinion, though. I mean, so Malfoy, I'm going to need you to elaborate a little bit on the losers. I mean, I, I understand why you, there might be some hate for Melina because really Rachel Vice is barely used in this movie. I honestly think the reason why that is, is because when she gets shot at the beginning of the movie and, you know, is led away, like practically dying, uh, I think that we were supposed to believe that she is Taskmaster, like that she is the one that's behind that suit. Uh, it's a red herring, and uh, I think that's why we don't see a lot of her in the movie. And then, yes, also, uh, she is forgiven quite a bit for being a a very big part in uh, human trafficking of these young women. Uh, so I can yeah. understand if that's the reason why uh, Malfoy is calling her a loser. And Drakeoff is just your classic, you know, villain. Like he is a bad guy. So uh, yeah, and the fact that they they rock up to Milena's farm and she's just like oh yeah ha, ha, how's it going it's great to see you kids uh, and like they have the thing but like the minute that she brings that pig in and tells it to stop breathing I'm sorry you're dead to me <laughs> like you're telling me that you've developed this technology and you gave it to this scumbag of a dude who has been doing awful things to kids for years however and now he just has a way in and you're okay with that i mean you're garbage well she's also been through the red room four times like that is she could be experiencing like a uh uh stockholm syndrome like kind of thing you know like obviously she's on her own she could leave whenever she wants but she's still there experiencing it going through it i yeah maybe that's probably like rather insensitive of me to say but like nah you suck (laughs) (laughs) it's fair no it's fair it's you can't you can't really excuse the the help that she provided for all that so uh 
but yes, the the breakout from the prison. Uh, just like when the avalanche is coming, he's like, yeah, avalanche, of course. All, all that, all that noise. It's it's gonna be bad. Um, and but the the best part of the movie for me is all the bickering between the four of them, or more yes. often than not, Guardian, uh, Red Guardian, uh, Elena, and Natasha, as if they are a real family. Like, as much as <laughs> Natasha and Red Guardian kind of were like, eh, it was kind of fake, it's basically not real. Like, to to them, they go right back into it of, of what you see in a normal family of, I can't believe you're like this, like, kind of stuff. <laughs> no, I, I loved the the like emotional drama that was that dinner scene mm-hmm. where Yelena's like fine really it was fake to you guys it's the happiest I've ever been <laughs> and you're just gonna tell me it wasn't real all right whatever and she like leaves to go get drunk by herself that was fa- that was amazing that was great <laughs> uh, uh, and then, which then leads to uh, a David Harbour rendition of uh, American Pie which was such a sweet moment. I, I like the story that he told her about, like, what it means to be a dad. It's like, frostbite can set in very quickly. <laughs> so my dad, he had to pee on my hands. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's about making the hard choices as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the version of him that that is the American, and that's I'm throwing up the quotes, and then the version of him that's the real him, like, are two starkly different characters. And, and I Completely love that, too. Completely different. <laughs> Uh, so updates from Malfoy's opinions here. Um, I just found them generic in a functional way for the uh, main four characters' relationships, but I just didn't find it engaging once it got to the climax. Rachel Vice seemed bored, to be honest. Uh, personal taste on Taskmaster, probably. I like magic or pew pew superpowers, not fights real good. Uh, fights real goods in quotes uh, and red guardian and yelena singing together is my favorite scene in the movie it was just a sweet moment it is after all the nonsense just for them to take a minute and be like all right we're good uh, it's like everything's okay and it, it was that was as close to them admitting any sort of feeling for each other that if they had outright like if if yelena had ever outright just been like our family was fake, but I love you. That would have like been weird. But that moment was as much of that as we needed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Uh, speaking of fight scenes, though, I do wish I would have got to see more Taskmaster fight scenes. Like I, I feel like yes. we got the, the one in Norway with the... Uh, the bridge. Blackwood, yeah, Black Widow and Taskmaster, but uh, we definitely should... We, we could have definitely seen more. Uh all the mimicking fights. So you saw Captain America in there. We saw uh, T'Challa in there. Uh, we saw Hawkeye. Did you catch mm-hmm. any others? Um, not off the top of my head, but uh, Natasha does continue her streak of stealing people's shields. True. You're absolutely right. Every time that there's been a shield user in a movie that she's been in, at some point she fights the shield user with their shield or uses it instead of them. And uh, she she did it this time around also. So I was like, hmm, all right, there we go. You just <laughs> like shields. Um, trying to think who else might have been in there because they, 
there's probably somebody else like deep down in there that we just missed. Well, I mean, obviously Black Widow was in there because uh, because uh-huh. uh, Taskmaster does the the pose as uh, Yelena likes to point out. Why do you always pose? You're such a poser. With the hair flip, the hair flip, and and the boobs out. <laughs> <laughs> Which then, when she does it, at, at when she falls from the from the ceiling, and she's like, ah, that's so gross. Why would she do that? Like, I loved it. I was like, that's that's that is perfect. Like little sister stuff. Uh, they they were the perfect surrogate siblings. Yes, yes, they were. They really were. Uh, now magic bollocks oh go ahead oh no go go for it i was gonna say magic bollocks uh is going to uh well he was part of the group that kind of not denied me but uh uh i want to say almost ran me out of the room with my suggestion here so at one point right before the cell closes on taskmaster uh i believe it's the the moment the uh, hand uh, a wrist knife comes out of her hand like she she makes a fist and a, and a wrist knife comes out like on top, and I was like, "Is that a nod to Wolverine?" I want to say yes because I want mutants so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else was like, "Nah, you're stretching too much." But I was like, "I don't know." I said the same thing when they said uh, there's earthquakes under the ocean. What should we do about it? And everybody was like, that's Namor. And I was like, that's a stretch. It's just an earthquake. There's always earthquakes in the end of the ocean. But now when I try and I do it, I'm stretching. I get it. All right. But that, I'm not going to say you're stretching. <laughs> Magic Bullocks just uh, does say that it's a Mr. Fantastic level of stretch, though. <laughs> um, well, call me Reed Richards then. <laughs> now I, I you 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 suckered me in with that one man i want the mutants so bad <laughs> uh that's a good question malfoy wants to know who else could it be um yeah a knife coming out of the wrist like that's not not a common thing it's not not a common way to fight the, if it's just the one blade that's it is just the one blade, but it's like a big blade. It's like a blade that's the size of her palm. Yeah. It's like a punching dagger from D&D. Right. Uh, oh, it's Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Duh. <laughs> but Baraka's uh, is underneath her hand. It's, it goes over the top. Does it? Uh-huh. Oh. Um, but, uh... All right, since we're talking about Wolverine for a second, I don't think that the MCU needs Wolverine. I think if the MCU is going to do anything, so that way you don't have to get Hugh Jackman involved again. Because let's face it, anybody that you anybody that you cast as Wolverine at this point is going to be under so much scrutiny. <laughs> um, give us X twenty three, cowards. Do it. Like that. That's that's our Wolverine of of the MCU. Just give us X twenty three. I'm for it. Like we we've had enough Wolverine. Hey, give you- us. Wait, wait a few more years. Let Daphne King get a little bit older, and I, I, I say cast her again. Uh huh. Absolutely, Malfoy. You, Malfoy said the exact same things that you did at <laughs> pretty much the same time. Uh, <laughs> so, what was it that uh, Magic Ball said earlier that uh, I cut you off on? Oh yeah, because we were both bringing them up at the same time. Um, he said that this movie had the right amount of humor at the exact moments that it was needed. <laughs> 
Yes. Which uh, Malfoy backed up with David Harbour did a great job with his comedic timing. But, but, which is kind of, I mean, I feel like that is a staple now of, of Marvel movies, of MCU movies. Like, they they know when it is they need to throw in that laugh so that they can undercut the seriousness, any, any little messages. And that's more... Anything that's more of just like we can't lose certain certain parts of the audience because if you go too dramatic, you're gonna like some of the some of the I don't know dude bros are gonna be like nah I don't want this and then if you go you know too comedic then you know maybe the older couples are like ah this isn't for me anymore kind of thing. If if you go too dramatic, you get Thor: The Dark World. Fair. If you go too comedic. But the jokes don't land, you get Iron Man 3. <laughs> yes. Looking right at you, Shane Black. <laughs> Tony straight up call a kid a pussy like that? Like yeah. that? Whatever, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's Shane Black for you. Like, it was. That whole movie just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yes, Magic Bullocks, this was a theater viewing for me. Was this a theory of viewing for you as well, Mitch? I don't yes. remember. I know yes, you it said. Was. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Made I'm sorry that I forgot. That's okay. Um, what do you think happens with all the, the Black Widows now? I want a Widow Disney Plus show where they're just like figuring it out. Do you think that uh, we get a second and third Black Widow movie from here with Yelena as the, as the lead? Absolutely. Yeah, because um, why not do another franchise, right? I don't think so. I mean, like we were, you know, you know, we're getting, and we got three Captain America movies. We got, well, we're gonna get four Thor movies, but that could be like going forward. That could be three Thor movies with Chris Hemsworth and three Thor movies with uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, we got three, yeah. three Tony, uh, Tony Stark Iron Man movies. We got three. <laughs> They, they were Tony Stark they, movies. They are Tony Stark they, movies. They weren't yeah, Iron Man movies. They were Tony Stark movies. <laughs> I mean, you you come for the Tony Stark. You you stay because of the Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> they they dangle the new suit in front of you, so you're like, I gotta I gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, why not? Why not go going forward? Because I mean, th- as much as this is a Natasha origin story, this is a Yelena origin story, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a Yelena story than it is a Natasha story, to be completely honest. Um, especially with the setup for Dark Avengers uh, at the end. Because that's... that. Look me in the eye, Marvel. This is two boxes at the same time for you guys at home. <laughs> uh, Marvel, look me in the eye right now, right? You're not bringing Val around to like Talk to everybody to start up a new Avengers team, and it's not Dark Avengers. I mean, it's it's going exactly the same way Nick Fury did. You know, like Nick Fury yeah. showed up at the end of Iron Man and was like, "So you think you're the only one with superpowers? I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative." Like, this is a character who in the comic books is the same as Nick Fury. Yeah. She's a, a super spy, and she's putting together a team now. So. Let's run down the team real quick. We got U.S. Agent. Yep. We've got... Black Widow. Black Widow. And there's a third one, isn't there? Not yet. I mean, we're assuming that uh, she's going to go grab another uh, couple more people. 
don't know who who the other people are going to be. But this is we've only seen her twice. We saw her in. in I thought a, we saw her three times. My bad. Captain America. Well, we saw her twice in Captain America or Falcon and Winter That's Soldier. Uh, but both times she was talking to John Walker, and then yeah. we saw her right now in Black Widow. So you have right there. You have your Captain America, and you have your uh, your Black Widow. Black Widow. So you need a Hulk. You need a Thor. Yep, yeah, Abomination would be your Hulk. So that might show up in Shang Chi or Shang Chi. You have your. Yep. You, you need your Thor, which you would think would be Loki. So yep, Sylvie could definitely show up. Uh, in the comic books, it was Ares. So I don't know if they want to get into that. Um, and then you need a Hawkeye. So who who do you get to be the evil version Fast of Master. Hawkeye? I mean, it's right there. It's in the name, right? And I think that's going to be the point of the t- of the Hawkeye show, is to get us whoever that one is supposed to be, as well as introducing his daughter as well. Kate Bishop isn't his daughter. Not as yeah, never. My, words. But no, I get I, no, I get what you're saying because that's the like he's showing his daughter how to use an arrow at the beginning of in game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh but they're doing Kate Bishop with and I'm losing her name, which usually happens, so please strike that one off on your bingo sh- bingo card. <laughs> Mitch forgot a name. <laughs> I think there should also be a square for like Ian makes assumptions. <laughs> uh she was in the the Bumblebee movie. And she's the voice of uh, Spider Gwen. Why am I losing her? Haley Steinfeld. There it is, Haley Steinfeld. Thank thank you, Malfoy. (laughs) She is going to be Kate Bishop, also known as Hawkeye in that series. And now Val is sending uh, Yelena after Hawkeye because I guess technically, yes, he is the reason why Natasha is dead. but that's like saying that the coffee in the morning is the reason I have to poop. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, look, the the rule was you have to sacrifice something you love to get the soul stone, right? But he didn't sacrifice her. She jumped. This is correct. But he had to love her for it to for it to count. So but she he actively saved her and then she chose to die. There was no sac there was no willing sacrifice there. But it still had to be his love. It had to be something that he loved. I'm upset. <laughs> uh obviously we're going to get to that point in the Hawkeye TV series and uh, the two of them are going to fight and then they're going to be like, "Wait, I didn't kill her. She she jumped. It's it's you, we we shouldn't be fighting. I hope they don't do that because it's a little too cliche. I really feel like we've gotten past that and we can get to a better a better thing of maybe even like Elaine is going to be like, yeah, Val came to me. She totally tried to get me to kill you. So what's our next move? Is he is he still Ronan? Uh, I mean, or did he go back to Hawkeye? Last we saw him was it was in game and during in game he's just kind of running around so I don't know if he's Hawkeye or Ronin at that moment. All right. 
So chat chimed in here a little bit. Malfoy said, Nat loves herself enough for the universe to deem it worthy. <laughs> and uh Magic Ball X, someone just had to die. The rest is fluff. <laughs> um, Malfoy still got the floofy mohawk, so it's Ronin. For, <laughs> at least that's what they're determining. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and I'll, I'll allow it. Why not? Sure, of course. Um, when the one Black Widow falls off the roof when she's chasing uh, Yelena and Natasha, and she's kind of like laying there with her leg broken... Uh-huh. Did that also like to me that was very like foreshadow not it can't be foreshadowed since we already know what happens but it's like reminiscent of how N- Natasha dies right Yeah it's uh, is foreboding the right word I'm not sure I don't know but like I'm I 100% agree with you where it's like we know that pose but like it hasn't happened in your timeline yet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so it's foreshadowing for Nat. It's uh, it's it's bringing up an image for us. Yeah, it's for it's a foreshadowing callback. There you go. <laughs> what? It's harbinging, says John. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> Best parts of the the movie for you? Any any grievances for you? Um, the grievance was I. Every Marvel movie, every MCU movie, you have to go in with like some amount of suspension of disbelief, right? Of course, you have to. The part that made me go, nah, <laughs> was when she broke her nose to not be able to smell the pheromones. Yep, she I was severed like, the the nerve ending. <laughs> I was like, that's where we're going with. Uh, cool. All right. Sure. Like, it wasn't that big a deal, but it just made me go. <sighs> but I love that they brought back in that scene. They're bringing back the whole the first time we saw her in Avengers, uh, and that when she's interrogating that one dude, and she, and she she's talking to Coulson on the phone. He's like, "Give me a few minutes. This guy's giving me everything." And he's like, "Wait, what? No, you're the one tied up in the chair." And then the same thing happens with Loki, right? When she gets him to be like you have a monster on this uh on this flying ship of yours oh the hulk that's your your game game okay cool like it's the whole time she's trying to get him to punch her so that it can sever the the nerve ending but she's like but obviously you don't even know how to punch right so i have to do this myself um i thought the pheromones was uh so the whole movie is just a james bond movie yes that's why they were showing uh, Moonraker at the beginning, mm-hmm. because it's just it's Marvel's Moonraker. Uh, <laughs> but like, I liked the pheromone thing. It was it was goofy, but it was really fun. It was a cool like angle for that. The dude has weird mind control over all the women in his facility. Of course, he's gonna have something extra above that. Like, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. I'm down. Um, I thought that Red Guardian was the star of this movie. Any scene that he was in, he owned that scene. And you have my full attention, and I would watch a miniseries. Um, (laughs) Especially if we got to see the Captain America fight, because I'm pretty sure that's... uh, Now I'm spacing on names from (laughs) Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Isaiah? What was that? Isaiah Yeah, Isaiah. 
I mean, that would be the time period we'd have to sync up better than Captain America or than Steve Rogers because obviously Steve was in the ice, just like they pointed out. Yeah. Um, more like Woomerick. Get out. You're done. <laughs> I mean, I loved, I loved that Natasha calls him out on it too. He's like, this is the first time you're seeing us and you want to talk about you? Like, what is go- what is up with that? God. I just, I, I love, I love the cast of this movie. I think they did an amazing job with the, with the, the family unit in this movie. I also, I, I, I completely agree with you. I think they, they did do an amazing job casting. Um, I also thought it was hilarious that the only person that is actually Russian in the in the cast is uh, Olga, who played Taskmaster or Atonia, and yet they don't <laughs> yeah. let her speak. Like everybody else has to do a fake Russian accent, but the one who's actually Russian doesn't get to talk. But their accents were good. It's not like it's not like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> I'm with you, but. Um, yeah, I, I remember I, after, at the end of the movie, I was like, hey, look, I have a super soldier's body because <laughs> I have I have David Harper's body at the end of this movie. Uh, so there's that. Um, what was what was your highlight of this movie? What's the one thing that made you that made you go? Yes. Ooh, the one thing that made me go. Yes, I would definitely have to say I would I I, I really I really enjoyed the the scene at the farm like i know it's not action-packed or anything like that but just the the them around the dinner table and then uh natasha and melina kind of talking to each other uh about the whole thing and she's like i called the the red room an hour ago like all that just plays out real well it's like you know one daughter goes off with mom the other daughter goes off with dad and they all kind of trying to keep the family unit together it, it just it really spoke to me as a as a nice. scene it, it, it was a great moment in that movie. It really was. Um, <clears throat> I think mine was probably uh, getting. We finally got information about what the hell Budapest was. What the hell Budapest was, <laughs> or Budapest, <laughs> Budapest, whatever. But like his character too was kind of weird. Like this added on. I don't know if there's gonna just be more, they're setting him up for more of him in like the further Black Widow movies or what. But like. I don't know. There was something that was trying to connect him to the Tinkerer oh. because they have a similar last name. Okay. But we saw the Tinkerer in Spider-Man Homecoming. Correct. Because he was part of the Vulture gang. Right. And this dude is way more handsome and <laughs> yeah. uh, has an accent. And <laughs> It, there's got to be some weird distant family thing going on if that's the connection that we're going to make. Yeah, I don't think that's that's the connection we're going to make there. Um, okay. This movie, and you don't have to come up with your ranking, but I did my official Twitter ranking. There we go. Go check Twitter. This falls at number nine for me out of the 24 number Avengers. Nine. Yeah, 24 uh, Marvel MCU movies. All right. Um, I don't have a ranking for it yet. I'm going to be completely honest. I need to see it one or two more times. That's fair. I probably uh, should watch it another time just to make it official. Yeah. I, I, Mitch, it's the thing that got me hurt. Two to make it true. All right. 
Malfoy's a 17 for him. Wow. Okay. Wowzers. Wow. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna get in the middle of that. No, but we will we will definitely have to have Malfoy back on to 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 talk about these lists once we get more MCU movies out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it feels bad for me too. <laughs> <laughs> we are heading on our way to Shang Chi now. We have one more episode of Loki. We have What If coming out. Uh oh wait wait, what's the toy? What's the toy you oh. wanted to see come from this movie? Uh, Prison Break playset. I mean, you need the whole red room. Which, how exactly you hide that up in the air when we know at least there's I shield mean, helicarriers Yeah, but they, people know about the helicarriers. No one's supposed to know about the red room. Yeah, true. That feels like something that Nick Fury knows about. Right? And he just decided not to do something about it. Oh, that's like, not good. Nick Fury, you're complacent in this whole thing, which makes you just as guilty as 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 Dracov. Nick Fury, you, I'm gonna say it, Nick Fury, you you shitty person, He's, you shitbag. I mean, he he literally tells everybody he only does what's best for him anyway. So, I mean, fair. <laughs> All right, uh, um, yes, the Red Room playset, airship that that would be the the premiere toy. Um, uh, Magic Bullock says he wants the the Red Guardian action figure the, from the Prison Break. <laughs> yeah, the one with the the no suit on with the tattoos everywhere. I think that's the that's the toy. No, the the action figure um, with the pull string. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure they made that. I'm sure it's out there. Right. Um. Mm, oh, I need the plane. I need the plane with the Red Guardian hanging off the side as he's trying yeah. to shoot at the shield agents, which were actually Hydra agents, So that we, as we got to learn. Shield agents, but they're actually Hydra agents, but like shield agents nonetheless. Yes. <laughs> shield has a sketchy pit. So, never mind. That's a question for a different day. Um, yeah. I also want uh, the Taskmaster helmet. Yeah. I mean, I just want like that helmet in general. Yeah. It's so sick. <laughs> so sick. Need the helmet and the, and the hood to go over. Yes. Such a great costume for Taskmaster. Yep. yep. Like, such a great way to bring that character to life. I love it. All right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, there it is. There it is. Black Widow. We made oh. it. We made it to the movie. We did it. We made it through the podcast. It feels so good it, to be watching MCU movies in the theater again. In in post uh, before this actually gets put up as a podcast, put people cheering here because this is a milestone for us. Woo! Yeah, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm excited. I'm I'm stoked to be back into a cycle of um, regular releases again. So next week we are coming back with uh, Spider Man Two, Sam Raimi yep. Spider Man Two. So no, you know who, on the show to talk or, to us about his favorite Spider-Man or his favorite superhero movie of all time. He says this is the best superhero movie ever made. Uh, you know, I hope I hope it holds up. I mean, he did a live tweet of it. He did. You're right. He did, and he had a great time. It looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, where can people find you online? 
Hi, my name is Ian, also known as Ian Flux, also known as the person who sits to the left of Mitch on Wednesdays. So, if you want to find me, you can find me at twitch.tv slash ianflux, or on Twitter at ianflux12, on Instagram at ianflux, and on TikTok. I'm posting a bunch of TikTok videos recently of stream highlights and things of that sort. So that's all uh, on Insta- or on Instagram, on TikTok, as uh, just at Ian Flux there as well. So go follow, go give me a follow. Check me out there. Tell me, hey, I love to chat about just about anything. So give me a holler. And if you ask very nicely, which I'll ask very nicely for you since he probably can't hear you because, uh, you know, the internet and whatnot, Mitch has a bunch of places that you can find him. And don't let him forget to tell you about our Patreon, where you can suggest that we talk about Muppet Avengers. Uh, so, Mitch, would you kindly tell us where uh, people can find you on the internet and how they can make Muppet Avengers a thing? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia. G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Geek Elite Media. Things that are only exclusive for those who are our patrons, which you get to make suggestions, and one of your suggestions could be Muppet Avengers. Should be. (laughs) I just want to make Mitch have that conversation in depth. Uh, also go to our website geekleetmedia.com for arcade episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast.